This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show is your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guests I interview, your input is value. If it's in the news, on TV, or at the movies, whether political, social, economic, or whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. It's not available in all states. Welcome to the Anchor of Hope broadcast. We here at Living Through Him Ministries believe you will be strengthened, built up, and encouraged as we are experiencing an outpouring of the new wine of God's Spirit. Joel 2.28 says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. Stay tuned as we come together with seasoned saints to break bread and experience the very Word of God transform, heal, and set free. Praise the Lord. In studio live today, WLQV 1500, Anchor of Hope. This is Pastor Kathy Whoopio in studio with my husband, Pastor Danny. And I am excited because why? We have another day to live on this earth, to make a difference in people's lives. It's not about us. You know, sometimes when we think, oh my gosh, I am going through so much. And believe me, the last few weeks I have not been here. I've had my challenges. But you know what? God is in control. He is no matter how it looks. And I know some of you, you're in grief, you're in loss, you're in situations. But I want you to know today that it is not finished. Not a hair on your head will be harmed, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. The Lord is with you. He's spreading a table before you. He is keeping you. His grace is sufficient. He's given you the Holy Spirit. So be filled. Be free today. I want to tell you, though none go with you, you go forward. You go in the name of Jesus. He's given you the blood. He's given you the name. He's given you the word. Now go free in the name of Jesus. Don't let the enemy put you down any longer. Decide that you are going to walk in your destiny. You're going to fulfill your calling. You're not going to listen to man. You're not going to look at man. You are not going to look at circumstances because the enemy is jockeying around to discourage you. I know because he has discouraged me many times, but I want to tell you soldiers of the Lord rise up in the name of Jesus. You have been given the victory. No weapon formed against you or forged against you can prosper. He paid it all with his blood for your deliverance, for your redemption, for you to go forward in the power of his might. It's not by power you know, it's not by spirit. It's by the spirit of the Lord. Not when you know what, when you are weak, he is strong. So you know what? Go in your weakness. Praise God. You know what? You may be down today, but he is the one that lifts your head. Amen. I want to read you a scripture today because I want to encourage you to let go of everything for that one thing, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't want your life to be wood, hay, and stubble. You don't want to stand because you know what? Many will say, Lord, Lord, can I enter in? And he's going to say, those that do the will of the Father, those that are led by the Spirit. 
spirit. We need to know one another in the spirit. You know, there's a remnant I have found. I have found there's a remnant that really want to walk this thing. And you know what? If you're not walking it, you know, someone just wrote a a book called Good or God. You know what? It can't be good anymore. It can't be compromised. It can't be something that looks good. And you are compromising. It's got to be God. And you have to know what is God? You have to rightly divide this word. You've got to be able to know the word that will set you free. Who the son sets free is free indeed. There is no other way to the father but through the Lord Jesus Christ. His tomb is the only tomb that is empty. And you know what? You've got to come to him in this life. This is a chance you've been given. You have been born for such a time as this to make a difference. And I want to tell you everywhere I'm going, I am living as though it is my last day. Why? I tell you what, just get hit a few times by the enemy. Just go through living. You know what? Just go through some things and it makes you either be defeated or rise up. And tell the enemy not so, and take your authority. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. Can you believe that today? I want to read you a scripture. First Corinthians, you know what my mother would be saying? Honey, you got to slow down. I can't understand a word you're saying. (laughs) But when the spirit of God hits you, you know what? You just go forward. You let him fill your mouth. I want to tell you, let him fill you because out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. If you will just open your mouth. My husband and I were going down the street. I said, I have to pull over. Don't even look at this situation. I know we're heading somewhere, but all I saw was his eyes. This homeless young kid. I know he's not streetwise. He is just starting out in the streets asking for help. I saw his eyes. I saw the need. I saw his heart. I pulled over, allowed the Lord to use me to minister, bought him a meal doesn't have to be money all the time. He was hungry. Okay, I saw a blind man the other day. I pulled over. He had a white stick he was trying to get across the street. I will stop the traffic if the Lord puts it upon my heart. You know what he said? You will go forward in miracles, signs, and wonders. Why are we not doing it? Because we're not getting out of the boat. I want to tell you something. If you thought this was your last day, you would get out of the boat. You would go forth and you would lay hands on the sick and you would see them recover. And if you don't see them recover, it's up to God, not you. Just keep going about the Father's business because he left us the Great Commission. He said, go and raise the dead. And you know what? Listen to the Lord. I have had many a time where I have seen the dead raised, yes, right here in America. And I'm telling you, I have. The Lord had me write a book, kick out all the stops, the power to overcome. Though I've been through all kinds of things in my life, I am an overcomer because of him. And I'll tell you something, I could be in a hospital and I know it's not about me. It's about someone else that doesn't know him. My security and my eternal life is secured through Jesus Christ. And so there is someone hurting there. There is someone crying out. First Corinthians 3, starting with verse 11, for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, 
Let every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he has built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved. Yet so is by fire. I want to encourage you. You can have invitations. You can have all kinds of things come to you, but you have got to know it's the Lord before you accept. You have to be part of a prayer group. You have to be part of a foundational meeting and gathering with the body of Christ. And we we meet on Sabbath, Saturday morning, 9 a.m., Ferndale Assembly of God, okay? We have seen the Lord changing people's lives Why? Because it's not about one person speaking and everyone taking notes and shuffling in and shuffling out and shuffling in and shuffling out. And your seat is just to the point where you're growing cobwebs. You're not even being activated and released. But we are seeing people released unto ministry. The chaplaincy is not chaplaincy. It is seeing a release in signs and wonders and miracles. We've been given the commission of all 50 states. Now, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? But you know what? Our ministry has been called to raise up, to see renewal and revival to the continent of America. I know many of you have been called to that, not just me. And so, yes, the opposition is strong. But you know what? It doesn't matter because Jesus is overcome. And if we keep our eyes on him, even when we're weak, we don't want our works burnt up. We want the Lord to say, well done. We're going to go to a cut. It's called a narrow place. This is what the Lord's saying. A narrow place. We'll be right back. A narrow place I have for you. This place I am bringing you into is a very narrow place. A place where you recognize the spiritual authority of others and act according to my spirit. I am commanding order that the enemy have no play against you. Those whom I bring may even seem harsh or uncaring. This will be a testing time for you. A time of self-denial. Look not at their faces. As I spoke to Ezekiel these same instructions, though he be sent, to a hardened, stiff-necked people. Yet I used him according to my plan, my purpose. Let not your heart be troubled. Enter not into uncharted waters. 
This is not a time of natural understanding. Amen. And this is not a time of natural understanding. You know, maybe you're in a place where you feel like the eagle, you know, he goes up into the hilltop and he is actually plucking out his feathers. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. Some say that he's not, he doesn't break off his beak and his talons and his feathers to be, have that rebirth. But if it's true, it's true. But the thing of it is, is if it's true, it's a painful process of being rejuvenated, being put on the shelf, going through the change in order to survive. And you know what? We need to pluck out negative memories, unforgiveness, disappointments. Let's soar again as the eagle. And if it's true, then he has to do that in order to live another 30 years. You've got to get right with God. You have got to keep your heart pure. The pure in heart shall see God. We have to fight the good fight of faith. And that means we are fighting the good fight. Not with others, you know that, but in the spirit realm, praying in the spirit, standing in the gap. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face. He says he will heal our land. If we, God's people, will wake up. I'm going to pray. Lord, I pray for those that are listening. Many have had a spirit of slumber. They've had a thing where they've just wanted to be reclused, to close their self aside, to give up the attacks of sin. So severe. But Lord, I just cut that by the sword of the Spirit. I speak life in the name of Jesus to you. And I encourage you to rise up again and soar as the eagle. Yes, in the storm, he is soaring. And you can soar in this storm by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's a supernatural power. But some of you have entangled yourself again in the cares of this world. Worries, cares, things that are said on the news. You're so discouraged. But you know what? That is going to pluck the very word of God out of you. And you cannot allow that. You know, I'm thinking of the movie, The Pilgrim's Progress. And in The Pilgrim's Progress, some have gone home to be with the Lord. Some, but you know what? You are on that path. You have got to finish your course. You've got to stay. There's many things to tempt you to get off. Men, I want to say to you, men, love your wives and your children first at home. Set an example. You know what? How can you have the heart of the father if you cannot father your children and you're off being tempted by the things of the world, the things in your offices, the things at work, the things people say? You know what? Do not be afraid to offend man. Do not be afraid because the Lord will fight for you. But he says, if you deny me, I'll deny you. Stand strong in what you know is true. Stand strong in the word of God. Catherine Coleman said, I am not a woman of great faith. I am a woman with a little faith in a great God. In a great God. You know what? We are pastoring now. 
And we are so excited about the people God is sending to us. We've been pastoring for years, since 1991, when the Lord called us to ministry. We have seen lives change. We were just at a dinner the other day for this very radio station, and a man was looking for me. I had no idea, and he wanted to share with me a testimony. He said, you prayed for me last year, and now I am pastoring. Now I am working with a mission in the city. His life is changed. You know, prayer is power. Powerful, releasing people unto their destinies because it's the prayer of agreement to the heart of God. We just graduated a chaplaincy class. And I want to tell you something. People were so excited. God had just so many words for different ones of healing, releasing them, bringing them into that place. But I want to bring up someone because I mentioned it on my Facebook. John Knox. John Knox in the 1500s. You know, people said that they feared John Knox's prayers. He said, give me Scotland or I die. Now, Knox believed he didn't believe in the power of his prayer or his preaching. But again, he believed in the power of the gospel, the power of God. And he was imprisoned. He was enslaved. He often was infirmed and under the threat of persecution. And he constantly lived out his theology, his belief in the word of God. Now, look, how many of us have been put in prison? You know, we're down over things. We have got to pull ourselves up. Get out. I go out and I walk in the woods. I look at the deer. I go on trails. I go to parks. I I have to get away. You've got to have those times of refreshing just you and the Lord. Back to John Knox. During the time of the 16th century, such as the prayers of one man, one man heard at the throne of God were a threat to the throne of Scotland. Can you believe it? One man made a difference. How many men in the olden days were on their faces for the nation, travailing, crying, weeping for souls, not over spilt milk, not over little things. It has been said, I fear the prayers of John Knox more than all of the assembled armies of Europe. He was a bright and shining light in the midst of a nation steeped in doctrinal compromise. He reinvigorated God's shepherds throughout the nation because he feared God. He was a man willing to offend men. Let each of us also pray that way. Such a great, great man of God. By the time he died in 1572, Scotland had been transformed and the Scottish Parliament had adopted the Reformation doctrines. Some of the first missions to America were from Scotland. We can see an answer to our prayers. So we're going to break again. I want you to hear a song that my husband wrote, Sing Hallelujah, and we're going to rejoice because this is a new day. This is the day the Lord has made. We are going forth in the power of his might, and we are going to rejoice, and we're going to sing. We're going to get out of this slump because praise goes up, his glory comes down. We'll be right back. We'll sing hallelujah. We'll sing hallelujah. We'll sing hallelujah, we'll sing hallelujah. We'll sing hallelujah. 
Oh, God, give us saints again that hate sin, that fear God, who have crucified themselves and desire only God to be manifested. Men and women of God of prayer, trembling in fear, humility before the Holy Ghost and before a holy God. Be filled with the Holy Spirit, desperate like that little widow woman who would not stop going before the judge. You know, we were in a restaurant the other day and a young man who was crippled. I said, you know what? Has anyone prayed for you? Would you like prayer? I want to tell you everywhere you go, it doesn't matter what people say to you. Reach out and touch. And I want to tell you something. First Corinthians chapter 13 It says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing." Charity suffereth long, is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself and is not puffed up. It do not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endure all things. Charity, love, never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For now we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, that which is in part shall be done away. You know what? We see through a glass very dimly right now. We don't see the whole picture, but know this, that love covers a multitude of sin. Brothers and sisters, we need to be filled 
with the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled with love. We need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit, baptized with love. And we need to go forth filled with the love of God to touch other people, forgetting about ourselves. Galatians 2.20, for me to live is not me, and I'm not quoting this exactly, but it's Christ. You no longer live, but Christ lives in you. Remember that. We are no longer to be living for ourselves. The enemy cannot touch you when you walk in Galatians 2.20, those arrows, because it's him. It's no longer you. Well, I want to thank you for listening today. This has been an awesome time. Have you wanted to share something, honey? Yes, I just wanted to make sure that you all out there in the radio land understand one thing. We're here to bless you so you can bless others. Yes, and I pray that you have been touched, that you have been renewed as we have turned this broadcast today over to the Holy Spirit to fill us on behalf of you, to see you come out of the places of hiding, come out of those places, and we are going to rejoice. Give us a testimony. Reach me on Facebook, Pastor Kathy Burley, Whoopio. Look me up, Anchor of Hope. Look us up, Living Through Him Ministries. Look us up. We're on Facebook. We love you. Thank you for listening. Have a super day. Thank you for listening to the Anchor of Hope broadcast with Pastor Danny and Pastor Kathleen Wupio. Your tax-deductible gifts are very much appreciated. The address is P.O. Box 59, Clawson, Michigan, 48017. That's P.O. Box 59, Clawson, 48017. You can also visit them on the web at www.pastorkathy.com. That's Kathy with a K, www.pastorkathy.com. Or you can send an email to pastorkathleen at yahoo.com. Again, thank you for listening, and we invite you to tune in next time for the Anchor of Hope broadcast.